so good. Oh, it's so good. So good. I'm gonna do so a. Good. Uh, I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a throwback to, to our first couple episodes. All right, all right. Let's get this thing going. That's a throwback. <laughs> I thought that was just an every episode thing. Hey, I haven't. I haven't done that for quite a while. Are you sure? Well, I just did. But anyway, yes, yes, we are. We're gonna get this sucker rocking. No, I'm good. Sam's sick. This is uh, right, so. this is episode. What are we at? Thirteen of the uh, life short live free podcast. Everybody crying. And uh, I'm not crying. Do I sound like box. I'm in a bad mood? <laughs> yeah, like I said, episode thirteen. Uh, this is sponsored by Shyworks, certified uh, Cerakote applicator. And um, yeah, we just got out from uh, doing our range day. Bi-weekly range day. Um, it was just—it wasn't a competition. It was just a uh, just a training day. But of course, I woke up this morning. I looked out the window, and it was nice and sunny and glorious. Whenever you say training day, I get excited. I just want to watch the movie. I've never actually seen the movie. Never seen the movie. <laughs> nope. Denzel is Denzel actually plays a bad dude. You know, not yeah. like a well. I guess he he turns out. It's been a while since I've seen it, but he's he's a bad dude, wasn't he? He was kind it of a crooked. He was kind of a cr- crooked cop. Yeah, He'd been on the be force too long, we'll say. Anyways, wow, that went. God, okay. Anyways, so <laughs> the the uh, of course it was. Uh, I looked outside and it was nice and sunny and glorious. Felt warm. Then we got out to Johnson's and it's like freaking Hurricane Katrina. Out and then there. you get outside the city limits where the wind can actually blow and. Felt yeah, sure so, enough, it was. Yeah. Felt but, warm. What time did you get up? I don't know. It's like 40 degrees. I went out. Nine, I went and let chickens 930-ish. out at... Oh, yeah. I went out and let chickens out at like 7.30, and it was pretty chilly. <laughs> pretty yeah. frigid. It wasn't terrible. I mean, and it but, warmed up fairly quick. Yeah, it wasn't... I mean, it wasn't... It was just windy as hell, but that's pretty much par for the course on our range days. It's, it's going to be shitty. It doesn't matter if it was 72 and sunny and... Three degree or three, you know, mile an hour breeze all week on Sunday. It'd be like sixty and forty seven mile an hour winds with or drizzling rain. Maybe a, maybe a maybe a splash or... of hail in there every right. now and then, and then then the humidity'd spike and it'd go up to like eighty five and all in one day. Yep, that's just kind of par for the course. But um, yeah. Anyways, it was just like a little little training day. Um, did some drills and, and and nothing too nothing too too outlandish or anything. Um, but what'd you guys? Pretty, it was a pretty eye opening day at the range today. I hated every second of it. Yeah, it was. It was all your idea too. Well, I mean, we we definitely need those days. But that's one thing I wanted to talk about today. Like, um, we trained. And that, that one drill we call we what's that the one three one drill or whatnot two six 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 two, okay or the what one you that, talk, I don't know what drill you're talking about the little, two little circles and the one big yeah. one All right yeah. that two, one six, that six, totally six, six, totally kicks our ass, um but you you're training to shoot like a dot this big it's two like, inch circle that's it's an important skill actually to be able to hit that but I'm just uh, like when we're shooting uh, cardboard targets. Like, you know, we're always getting good hits on them and shit, you know, even if we're, you know, we aim up here and we hit down here or whatever. Like, how how important is it to be able to nail a little a little two-inch circle as opposed to just have what they call practical accuracy? You know, you can hit the A zone and, and that's good enough. You know what well, I'm saying? Yeah, and I think that comes down to um, it's going to improve, you know, the obviously aim small, miss small is the saying. Right. And the more you train at shooting a small target, the better your practical accuracy is going to be because you've trained for shooting such a small target that when you have a big target to hit, you're right. going to place a lot more accurate hits on target. Right. And and you can also, you know, have a lot more confidence at shooting quickly if you've trained for shooting a small target. When you go to shoot a bigger target, you can shoot a lot faster because you know the fundamentals of that accuracy is going to be there. Sure, right. <clears throat> and shooting something small like that, um, it shows you exactly what you're, where you're going wrong too. It, if your tr- trigger press isn't just right or your grip's a little bit off, it really shows that rather than just showing it a shooting at a big square. 
Yeah. So how'd your day go, Box? How'd you feel? About I don't it? want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I I felt pretty good with mine. Like when we had all those holes in the A zone, and I wasn't really sure where I was gonna hit, and I was just decided to go for the heads. Yeah. They double tap all three targets in under four seconds. So I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. My biggest thing, and I tried to mess with it today a little bit, is my grip sucks. Yeah. And I've really been trying to work on it, but the thing is, is like, so you can think you have a good grip when you're dry firing in your house, but once you actually get the recoil involved, I just, it's like, I got big hands, and it's almost like my hands aren't big enough. Yeah. Or my one hand's, in, like, it's interfering with my other hand or something, you know? Yeah. But it just, I, I, my, I need to really work on my grip. Yeah. How um, aggressive is texture on that canic that you shoot? It's not super aggressive, and that's one of the things I was thinking of maybe getting. They make a grip tape for it. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about getting some of that. Who but makes so. that? Talon. Talon. I thought so. Yeah. Yep. It's basically sandpaper. Yeah. Well, I they like rubber. The rubberized version too. is way better. Yeah. I used. I had that. That's. I don't remember what I had that on. I don't I think that, that does that much for your grip, though. No. I think you had that on that. You had a 26, didn't you? I mean. Well, and that having that, one, that grip that tape will help, but it's still not going to fix mm -hmm. the fundamentals of your grip. You know what <laughs> I mean? You still need to have the fundamentals of a good grip yeah. figured out. Yeah. And for me, like, dry firing, it obviously helps with, like, your anticipation and stuff, but, like, getting your grip figured out on that first shot out of holster, I you need to, like, practice, you know, draw... And getting your target, grip, getting you your, know? and that's, yeah, that's one thing. Getting I would, your grip from the draw. That's my biggest issue right now yeah. is getting, you know, getting your good grip from the draw and getting on. Well, the I don't have an issue when I can stand here in the shop, you know, and get my grip like I like it. But right. a lot of times when you're in a hurried up, you know, out of the holster, yeah. well, I got freaking slide bite today, you know, just cause it gets up a little bit higher than it's supposed to get. And, and you ride that release catch like nobody i've ever met in my life well i can't i i there's nothing i i can do about it he's I got just, a special thumb <laughs> i can't <laughs> this this thumb is? just it's my right thumb and it just freaking works over there and i i don't know what i don't know what else to do about it because you that's how you're supposed to be gripping. do you need like a beaver tail on your on your knuckle of your left hand so your your right thumb can't slide over that or well, <laughs> maybe i don't know and I don't have that. I guess I don't have that issue, but my right thumb just kind of hangs out. Yeah, that's what mine does. It doesn't really. It's not even close to the pistol. Like when I'm, you know, I get that, roll this wrist over and have that thumb pointing for it, but this thumb just kind of hangs out. But mine just it doesn't really uh, do anything. I don't, I don't try. I don't and, have any pistols in here, but I don't try and grip it with my right thumb. You know, I'm well not here I'll press show it you. over. I just kind of just kind of hangs out. This is just. Like the way that the way that I, don't I grip have any pistols in here. Up above a shelf. <laughs> the way the way that I grip is just it's just like this, and that hap it's it's there. It's just, just let it free floating. Yeah, but it it wants to work back yeah. because when I'm gripping everything, when I grip that this thumb just inadvertently wants to go towards the gun, and that there's where the freaking yeah. I wonder if that's because I don't I don't know all about it obviously because I'm not you know, an expert, but I know they, there's something that you can drive with your thumb. You, you're aiming with that thumb, pressing and moving, you know, cause like where that, where this part of your thumb, you know, the inside of that thumb where it contacts the frame of the pistol, you can start pushing the back end of that gun to the, to the right, which points the muzzle left, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We just, we, we need to get some, uh, Professional, professional direction, help. I believe. <laughs> um, I've always so said else, that about uh, you, Sam. You need professional help. What else did y'all do this week? Um. Well, I uh, spent a lot of time taking care of my my dog here. The uh, the shop mascot, the door greeter. She uh, cost me a pretty penny this week. But uh, well, it started a couple months ago. She was. Uh, well, you guys remember, like two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Um, she was really, really sore. You know, we just thought she was getting arthritis and she had a sore, you know, cause she played fetch really hard that previous day. So we went to the vet and, uh, cause she was pretty bad that, um, that Monday, the following after the podcast. So we went to the vet and, um, he thought that's what it was, arthritis and, um, uh, some, some muscle damage or whatever. 
So I gave her some anti-inflammatory, and the next day, you know, she was back to her normal self. We had about two weeks supply of that shit. And she was perfectly fine for those two weeks, you know. Hell, it seemed like a couple of years had been taken off her life, you know, or back, you know. She's yeah. younger. Um, and then, so we finished up the medicine, and the following day, she was fine. The next day, she was starting to get a little bit sore. Uh, the third day, she was horrible. And then... Uh, the next that morning I woke up Monday morning and I she couldn't walk at all like I mean I had to physically pick her up take her outside you know to go potty and just and I had to I had to balance her uh, hold her up so I never did get her to you know go to the bathroom that morning so I ended up taking her over to the vet and um there was a different vet this time a female doctor and she examined her and she I mean you, if you touched her, she tried to give her an examination. Jixer was kind of laying down and just touched her front leg, you know, just kind of barely lifted up. Jixer just screamed, let out a, a, you know, hurt our ears. So she knew something else was going on rather than just that shit. So right. they had, they ran a smorgasbord of tests. They gave her x-rays, you know, blood, took her blood, freaking, um, took a blood sample and set it off to, um, be screened for what they call a, a tick-borne illness. She's thinking at this point that Jix was bit by a tick at some point, and whether it's Lyme disease or there's other there's other um, shit it could be too. Um, but she she had to stay overnight and everything, and picked her up the next morning, and that bill was to the tune of about seven hundred dollars. But cool. yeah, that freaking sucks. But you know, I got my dog back at this point, so I'm, I'm I was happy to pay it. Um, so I will know this week whether it's a tick morn illness or what the hell it is. And then two weeks we'll go back and kind of go from there. But yeah, I'm just happy she's back to feeling like herself. So what are you going to do? Yeah. I made some knives this week. I saw those. Those are some real fancy looking knives. Yeah, they are. They're pretty... I like the second one better than the first one. I like the second one better than the first one too. I like the first one and the fact that it's a lot thicker blade. And uh, it's a higher carbon content steel, so it sharpens up and holds an edge. The second one, actually, I was bored, and the steel that I ordered hasn't gotten here yet. So I was looking around the farm for something I could use, and I don't have a forge yet or anything like that. So I was using um, a propane heater, and I just set it on a little grate just right above it to heat treat it, and it worked fine. But that knife was one of my old chainsaw bars. <laughs> So, which was real fun to pry apart, but they're fairly high carbon content. They yeah. have to be for the stress you put on them. So, and I was reading on some of the uh, forums I follow that they make a decent knife. So, it turned out pretty decent. I mean, I could do some more sanding on it and whatnot, but uh, it's just kind of a fun hobby right now. Yeah. I mean. The handle the on the first one, I was like. Oh my! The yeah. second one, the second one looked a lot better. It looked like yeah. a normal knife handle. That first one, I was like, "What kind of?" It looked more like your. Well, it was. Handle. It was about. It was way better than his hatchet handle he had going yeah, well, on. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. But that's I, really not saying much. I actually might <laughs> right. might mess with that tonight. Because... No, no, leave that sucker this no, way. It is uh, that way when you get like you know when you get really good at knives and you have you know you're tur turning out some badass knives, you can look back at that and be like, "Wow, yeah." yeah. Hang what was wall. I smoking? Don't make this again. You mean I really took a two by two and rounded off the end and jammed it in an axe head and <laughs> said it was good? It, was, it wasn't a two by two. It was a one by two. Oh, even better. <laughs> Which I had to sand on for a very long time. <laughs> but uh, no, I've got a I the the material I used for the handle for that second knife, the one you like. Um, that was uh, my girlfriend's dad had given me. Um, this like medieval axe thing that yeah. his kid had bought at some con or something years ago. Yeah. Well, the blade is just horrible. I mean, it's 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 a decoration piece, but the handle was solid hickory. Yeah. And so I chopped the handle off and use that. Cut it and huh. which trying to cut scales for a handle without actually owning a scroll saw or a bandsaw and using a chop saw it does not work all that freaking great. I've got a scroll saw. Do you want it? Yeah. It's not a I don't use it anymore. I mean, it may have been submerged 
Does it work? <laughs> as far as I know, I don't know. I haven't it used it. Since, I haven't used it. It was oh. one I had okay, used for. Basement? Yeah, it was one I used for cutting holsters before I had a bandsaw, and then I just set it down under my bench, and it got wet and haven't I haven't touched it since. So well, I'm assuming it still works. I don't know why it wouldn't. Plug her in if she works. I'll take her. Okay. Even if it doesn't, I've got some really good electrical cleaner shit that we can probably. You know, if the brushes mm. are corroded or something, we can get it done again. Work. Yeah, because I'm probably pick up a drill press this week and actually try to make some nice knives. Yeah. You know, I already I ordered six feet of what was it? Six feet of quarter inch, ten ninety five high carbon steel that's already been annealed. So sweet. So, um, did you guys hear about that homeowner that shot the? Burglar, I did. I did not, hear about not that. the burglar, the bur- <laughs> burglar, burglar. Not the burglar. Um, so what, burglar what happened in the was this dude? I don't. I don't remember where the where he was from. Um, but he uh, had a he heard an intruder that night. Got up middle of the night. Some dude was uh, on his. I don't remember if it was on his property or in his house. Ended up shooting him. Um, and then the the guy ran off, and the dude just went back to bed. <laughs> so he didn't call the cops. Nothing. And so the next day, he, the next day he yeah, wakes up. Screw it, I'm going to bed. All right. The next day he wakes up, and he looks out in the yard, and he sees what he thought was like a bag out there in the yard or whatever. He's oh, better go investigate. Well, it was a, the dude he shot. Shot him in the back of the neck or something like that. And he was, he'd been dead, you know, since he, just after he shot him. So, but I mean, like, what the, the dude, somebody, somebody breaks into his house. The guy shoots him. And it's like, eh, well, well, you know, whatever. Like, how, what kind of nerves does this guy have that he can just go back to sleep, man? I can't <laughs> right, freaking just go tip back over. I can't yeah. sleep if I'm watching a freaking exciting movie before bedtime. And this <laughs> this guy literally shoots somebody. Not even like, an exciting movie. Like, full house and Sam's up all night. <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, man. That is some touching. Oh. That is some touching stuff. Did he get arrested then, or? Yeah, he did end up getting arrested. I don't, I don't remember what for. Um, probably shooting a guy in the back. <laughs> no, well, I can't remember if that's if you give me a minute, I can pull up. I just want to know, like, did what was going through his head? Like, was the guy hammered, drunk, and not realized that he had just smoke checked <laughs> some dude and was like, "Ask screw it, I'll go back to you know." Like, did he think he didn't hit him? I think probably, you know, that's probably, probably the shot. case thinking he was going to scare him off and the guy was running away. So he was like, oh, I didn't hit him and just went back to bed. So it was a 72 year old dude. Um, the guy was in the 72. Mm-hmm. He was in his house around. Well, it says he confronted the burglar around 5 a.m. And he was armed with a pickaxe burglar. Um, <laughs> you just shut up. Let me talk how I talk. Burglar. Uh, the suspect allegedly <laughs> allegedly walked towards the homeowner, at which time the homeowner shot. The homeowner then fired another shot into the night after the man dropped the pickaxe and fled toward uh, fled uh, toward the park behind his home. Uh, the homeowner then returned to bed. Um, then he went and found him or whatever. So the police arrived to find the suspect was deceased with a gunshot wound to the back of the neck. So I would assume that the initial shot he missed, and then when he was fleeing away, which is when he was running away, a massive no-no. Yeah. So I yeah, would assume is that's running away. You don't just. I, I assume that's what he got shot. Another with. thing, it's one thing for this to happen at like midnight and then go back to bed, but at five in the morning and go back to bed, pretty much up for the day at that point. Oh yeah, yeah. like uh, even like, just start my day off with a friendly little shooting and then my alarm's go back gonna to bed. go off in a half hour. Yeah. I better just get back to sleep. Catch yeah, those even... last few Z's. <laughs> Even when we have like a, a fire call at night and you get home at like four, you're screwed. Yeah, you're you know, you're done. Um, but yeah, this, I I mean, I can understand when there's so much adrenaline flowing. You know, somebody's coming towards you with a pickaxe. You shoot at him. The guy, I'm sure, just turned around and ran, and he probably shot right away again. You know, you're not thinking this guy is running away from me. You're just thinking, right. you know. But that has to do with training, too, you know. Um, and, you need to be thinking of these things before something like this happens. Because if that guy's charged with, I don't know what he'd be charged with, manslaughter or murder, um, 
that's going to affect, obviously, the rest of your freaking life. You could spend a lot of freaking time in jail because of some stupid decision you made because you never thought about this, the consequences of um, your actions before you picked up, you know, before before do you this think, ever happened. Do you think the fact that he was 72 years old had any effect on this? I do, um, just because, I mean, that generation is a different... That's a, a completely different generation, and they view... Different train of thought. Right, maybe, and they... Maybe and, he's just an old guy that doesn't give a shit. That yeah. could be, I mean... <laughs> I know a couple of those. His give a fucker broke about ten years back. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Little punk ass, get off of my grass! <laughs> get off my lawn! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's... I mean, that's one thing that you gotta, that you gotta think about. Once, somebody, <clears throat> once somebody's running away, you're done. Once the th You can only defend your life up until the point that the threat is done. And once the threat's done, you can't do... There's nothing... I mean, you're done. Right. Call the freaking cops. Call a lawyer. Get Do what you have to do. But yeah. you need to be thinking of these things before and, something like this happens and screws up literally the rest of your... Well, in this guy's case, probably the rest of his freaking life. Yeah. 72. So, my guess is, like you said, a shot... Two rounds in, not in rapid succession, but kind of a, you know, two shots in within five seconds is my mm -hmm. guess. Right. And he missed the first one, and then the kid was running away or had turned or whatever, shot, and clipped him. And I'm guessing at 5 a.m. it was probably fairly dark, and he didn't see the kid tip over or whatever. Right. And just thought he had missed, and... Well, yeah, you're, you're you know, probably right. I mean, you're still obviously responsible for calling the cop. Anytime you discharge a firearm in self-defense, you should probably be calling the cops oh, absolutely. as soon as possible. Yeah. I mean, that's yep. kind of the ground rule. If it was so dark know. that he couldn't tell if he hit him, he shouldn't have been shooting at him right. in the first place. Yeah. But if he couldn't tell he hit him, why wouldn't you go check if you hit him? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. There's a lot of unanswered questions there. Like, well, I don't, don't know. It just it doesn't seem right that you could, and especially just going back to sleep. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't get it. There, there's just not a gunfight. I'm gonna go back to bed. When you yeah. have a big <laughs> day the next day, all right. You when you rest. buy a gun, there's not a, a check to see how intelligent you are. That's not a prerequisite to buy right. a, to purchase a firearm. So, right. um, yeah, I I don't know. That guy, uh, he probably screwed up, like I said, probably screwed up the rest of his life. Yeah, so. I would guess. What are you going to do? Um, he's not going to have any any freedom anymore, that's for sure. Um, which leads me to my next point. I was... Uh, you know, what a nice force to say. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Well done. Box, you, know, you were really, giving it... It was really giving... good, too, because I saw him look at the board yeah. and read that yeah. it was and he, freedom, he goes, and he was like, well... we don't have much freedom, <laughs> which leads me to my next one. <laughs> what if, Box, if that subject wouldn't that wasn't there he, would, he won't have many med packs <laughs> <laughs> well the guy could have used the med pack apparently the burglar would have benefited from a med pack it's not my fault speaking of med packs. it's not it's not my fault i spelled burglar wrong there's supposed no. to be an, an a or a u you or some say, shit in there no you say burglar wrong <laughs> you, <laughs> they don't spell wrote, anything wrong you wrote burglar uh that's how it's spelled toad well, then I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you said it, and I didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I was yeah, watching I, a... I can't, I can't spell very good. The, the other night, I was watching a movie. Um, Commuter. The, the Commuter with Liam, oh, Liam Neeson. Uh, have I'm you guys... surprised you'll still... find you. I'm surprised you're still watching uh, will kill you. He's super hardcore anti-gun. Uh, anyways... Well, to be fair, I thought the guy was a dumbass in the movie anyway, so what are you going to do? Shocker. No, thanks. Um, so have you guys seen it by any chance? Negative. Nope. So the, the premise of the movie is he's on a, obviously, he's on a train. Um, and why does, why does anybody ride a train? Have they not seen movies? Everything bad happens on a train. There's never a good train ride. Right. Somebody takes over. Somebody shoots it up. That's where Some, the villain I mean, loves to go. It flies off a bridge over a thousand foot deep gorge. You know, somebody blows up the bridge. There's no benefits to riding in a train. I'm quite convinced. I don't know. I rode a train in England for like five hours. I, I liked it. Oh, yeah. I, I spent most of the time in a bar car, but. 
So the premise behind the movie is he's in. They don't have any thousand in... foot deep gorges in England. There's some pretty steep, <laughs> tall bridges. Though. I looked out the window at one point and I was like, "Oh my god!" He he's in financial trouble. He he just lost his job that day, and he's on a he's on a train, and somebody approaches him and says, "Hey, there's twenty five grand in the bathroom, and another seventy five if you do this one thing for us." I have a question. What? If he lost his job that day, I think he was in financial trouble quite a while ago. That's a statement, not a question. That it, Toad's correct. That was a statement. Answer the statement. Okay. <laughs> yes, he was. Don't you think and he here, was in financial trouble long before yes, that? Yes. Yes. And this is okay. this is this is what brought up this. My <laughs> my, like, my he he was definitely this struggling is, with money if he lost his job that day and was right. Well, this is what brought up my train of thought. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. You're an idiot. <laughs> so anyway the i want to leave <laughs> what happened was he he has he has two mortgages out um he's in you does know, he have two homes they don't know they oh. don't have anything to fall back on as a, as a nest egg and he's driving his wife is driving a, a bad ass bmw uh to drop him off the train station every morning like an suv bmw Hundred thousand dollar vehicle, probably at least I would say, uh, eighty thousand, yeah. uh, an expensive ass vehicle, and so he he was saying like, oh, I lost this job, you can't do this to me, we don't have anything to fall back on, and I'm like, what are you, you have, you're living obviously paycheck to paycheck, what are you faking like? Why are you why why do you feel the need to drive a freaking BMW and yeah, have a nice ass a house? Exactly. Why do you have a Why do you have a a massive why do you have two mortgage payments you had uh, how do you get two mortgages on a house anyways well you can take out a mortgage you can take out a second mortgage on your home like if you're buying an rv and you don't have you know you don't want it to be a, a separate loan you can take out a second mortgage on your home on the portion that you already own for money on something else you can do that that's a thing interesting mm-hmm. but you don't you don't like <laughs> Take out. You don't have to take out a mortgage to buy a house. If you have a mortgage on a home, you can take out a second mortgage on the portion that you own. On your equity in it. Right, and you can take money against that to purchase another item. Okay. So anyway, he had he had two mortgages out on his home. Obviously, a huge ass BMW payment. Um, he's trying to send his kids to college. Uh, his his oldest was just going to college to some ridiculously like Syracuse or some shit. Didn't have scholarships. He's just paying it. And I'm and this is where the 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 uh, the the topic is freedom versus debt. And I'm like, you're not to me working a nine to five job that you wait. Hold on. I still want to know what was in the bathroom and what they wanted him to do. Oh, uh, there was twenty-five grand in the bathroom. They told him there's a person on the train that doesn't belong with a bag, and the name is Prin. All you have to do is identify this person, and we'll give you the other seventy-five grand. Um, and it turns into a whole thing. But oh, anyway, you mean he didn't just walk up and say, is "Get your on name the loudspeaker." Is your name Prin? Is your name Prin? Would Prin yes. please hey, come to right the here. front? Thanks. See ya. No, it that actually it actually wasn't movie. a horrible movie. It was entertaining at least. How many people did he have to shoot? Um. Him personally, I don't think he shot anybody in that movie. He he right. screwed some people up, but um. Anyway, the the topic is freedom versus debt, and I like living living paycheck to paycheck, working a nine to five job you hate to pay for shit that you don't need. I'm gonna sound like Fight Club here, that you don't need to impress people that you don't freaking like. Is to me is not is not freedom. I mean that's that's. I don't know what your guys' thoughts on the subject are, but to me, that's not freedom. That's basically your shit owns you at that point. You don't you don't I, have any freedom because you have to you have to have a job. You have to go to work that day. You have to do whatever the hell they tell you to do so you can make these payments on the shit that you don't need. Right. That's one thing that I can't stand is like when you see all these like soccer moms driving, you know, hundred and twenty thousand dollar Escalade premieres and yeah you know just like all this high dollar stuff it's like who are you know these people like live in like a four hundred thousand dollar house to try and impress their neighbors that they don't you know like why do you feel like 
your social standing has to be this high. Well, it's like, okay, so you know, like what you just said there, that, that their income is probably, you know, between a husband and wife, maybe I would guess $150,000 a year between the two of them. If they live in a nice house and can afford the payments and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. but you know, they're, they've got to be $500,000 in debt and they're, they're just trying to keep the social standing up there, you know. Try oh we our friends have right our neighbors have so we have to it's like and you're exactly you, you have no Jones, freedom you're enslaved you know? to oh. your shit your shit right. owns you. What's well, funny about what you just said there, um, keeping up with appearances basically. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the houses I used to service in a pretty ritzy area on the other side of Sioux City. Mm-hmm. I won't say the specific name of the place, but. <laughs> um, Huge you mean houses. the Dakota Dunes? Okay, fine. Dakota Dunes. <laughs> uh, huge houses, beautiful homes. Just there's several million. There's a couple couple million dollar homes out there, yeah. like where there were more than a million. Yeah, but and they're uh, all dumber than hammers. Uh, some of those you go into and you're like, I pull up and I'm like, wow, this is a nice freaking house. Go in, empty. Basement not furnished. Yeah, can't afford it. Right. You basically built the facade that you live in. And you could afford some furniture for the upstairs. Right. But, and I don't know how many, a lot of houses were like that. And I was just like, huh, got in over your head, didn't you? Yeah. But. And this isn't to say that there's anything wrong with owning nice things, but there is be, damn sure that you can, be damn sure that you can <laughs> afford them. And yeah. they don't end up, with, I mean, it, and it really, they end up owning you at that point. I mean. So one thing that I think most people overlook is if a situation changes if you were able to afford something and a situation changed and now you can't afford something you couldn't afford it in the first place well not necessarily i mean figure like say my truck i pay 750 bucks a month holy shit dude so then you say i lose my job and now i picked up another job and i'm making 12 dollars an hour and i can't afford that truck most people will go in over their head to keep that thing rather instead than, of instead of just it. ditching it because uh, you know just for like I was saying before appearances. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to look like I don't have a good job. Well, you don't sell the thing, get a three hundred dollar Honda Accord that gets killer gas that mileage. That's awesome gas yeah. mileage. And have money to buy groceries, you know, like, yeah, that's the thing is like when situations change, you know, you get laid off work, you had a good, like all the, think of all the, like the people at BPI that lost their jobs that have really good high paying jobs. And then, you know, the company gets into trouble and you lose your good job. Don't try and maintain the you know, status that you, social status that you had, you know, that's the big thing that people don't understand is living within their means. Right. You know, if situations change. Right. Yeah. And also have some <laughs> put away. So if your situation does change, you're not totally mm-hmm. aft. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, but living payment to payment is not yeah, a I, good way to do things. Are we financial advisors now? You damn right. I definitely should not be. <laughs> I also shouldn't be. Yeah, I'm pissed poor. <laughs> box is not gonna lie. <laughs> box is up there living in a freaking, you know, four thousand square foot mansion up there in in Royal. God damn right. <laughs> oh wait, it's it more of a, that? <laughs> a, I've seen I've feet? seen garden sheds bigger than Box's house. <laughs> like I drove by it the one day and was gonna stop, and I was like, I don't. Well, that's like a tetanus shot waiting to happen. <laughs> I don't want to get stuck. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's the thing is I'd rather have, you know, a 400 square foot house, but a bunch of cool stuff than... Actually, you wouldn't. I'd have zero room to store things. Well, I know, but I'm saying I'd rather have a small crappy house and a, you know, cool stuff. it's not crappy. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's your house. Jeez. I would rather live in some crappy little house and have cool stuff that I can go have fun with. Versus having this big fancy house, because if you want to go do stuff, you can't, because you can't afford stuff, because mm-hmm. you have this expensive house. It's like, 
I don't know. I don't like spending that much time inside my house anyway. I'd be, rather be out doing stuff. Right. You know? Yeah, I don't have a real nice house, but my shop is damn nice. <laughs> yeah. That's where I spend the majority of my time anyway. Right. You know, it's all, I don't know. Some people care way too much about appearances for others, I think. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, How much. are you going to segue this one, Sam? Uh, I have no idea <laughs> yet. When we were building, you know, when we were building the inside money, of the shop. If they had extra money, they could buy med packs to be prepared. <laughs> Speaking of say? which, our next segment is about med packs. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys carry a med pack with you? Yeah. Tourniquet, yeah. Um, you know, shit like that to work while... Just keep it in your truck or what? I it's in my hunting backpack. Yeah, so Well, I mean like on a daily basis. Mine's I, always I have in a my first truck. aid kit in my truck. And your personal vehicle? Work truck. So you don't carry one on a daily basis. He drives his work truck I drive every day. Drive my truck day. every day. So yeah. Yeah, I do, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> well you can go sit on a cactus. <laughs> I I keep mine in my truck unless we're at the range. If I don't bring my truck back there, it goes into my uh, range bag. Right, right. Um, well, there's been so much. Obviously, in the last several months, there's been a lot of these mass shootings, and and people, you know, you, everybody wants to do something. Well, I think one of the biggest things that um, you can really do is learn how to use a freaking tourniquet. Learn yeah. how to because in a lot general of general first aid. Needs right, and in a lot of these situations, a lot of the a lot of the times, you know. They they ended up bleeding out when if they had a freaking tourniquet on, you know, could have yeah. saved their life. Um, so the problem is carrying one like if you you know carrying one on a daily basis as far as on your persons, like do they? I mean, I've seen like pouches and shit that you can. Those aren't so much for EDC as they are for on the range mm -hmm. or duty belts. Well, I have seen some that are intended for uh, for on the range. Um, or first, excuse me, for everyday carry. They make uh like warrior... live, live the creed was was yeah. as a company that. that um, uh... Warrior Poet Society has a has a good. I know his situation's a little different, being ex-military, and he's very conscious of what he carries on him, and you know always has like a pretty decent first aid kit. But um, a lot of he has a good video on like his everyday carry first aid. And I think he uses like an ankle wrap first aid. So it like goes on oh, yeah, his I've jeans seen. and it's on his ankle. Right. Um, And I think, you know, his mindset <clears throat> makes it like, that's a very necessary piece of equipment that he carries with him every day. And he is on the range pretty much every day, you know, mm -hmm. um, typical guy goes to work, goes to shields after work, comes home. I don't think, you know, for most people, they would be like, oh, I have to have this ankle first aid kit on me every day. But right. they make a lot more yeah, minimal. You don't need all that stuff. Right. You need some yeah. gauze and gauze and a shit. Kit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's bandage. something you can, they make them vacuum sealed too. Just mm -hmm. quick, yeah, so small so. little pack that you can stuff SWAT, in your back SWAT pocket. SWAT T, I think, is one of them. Yeah. Um, but this Live the Creed company, it used to be Hedgehog Tactical. Or... Doesn't matter. Live the Creed Tactical now is Live the Creed is the actual name of the company, I guess. But they make a, a back pocket thing. You can just slip it in your back pocket with mm -hmm. a tourniquet and um, all the essential shit that you need. That you right. know, say you run into that situation. But I think that's one of the most overlooked things. And I, I, even myself, I'm guilty. I have I have a a pack in my truck, but you know, um, when you're in the establishment or in the mall or whatever, you know. Um, you're carrying a gun with you, but you don't have any, you know, say you got to use it and oh shit, you know, somebody ends up shot that wasn't supposed to be shot or somebody else shoots right. somebody, you know, I think, uh, a lot of concealed carriers are, um, woefully underprepared for that. And that's one thing I want to take is a, is a med class. Yeah. That's um, been something I've intended to take for a long time. Yeah. Like a, just a general first aid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, was... I think RevTech in their range orientation class, they have a first aid. It, they require uh, trauma. They have a trauma class, I think. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think it's real in depth, but just like tourniquets yeah. and shit. Right. I was. I took a first aid class years ago. Yeah. Probably ten years ago when I was with um, 
Plymouth County Search and Rescue. Yeah. Volunteered with them. I did it. I took it. I was like certified in first aid and CPR and AED mm-hmm. or AED or whatever. And yeah, I was certified in all that stuff, but I never kept it up. Right. You know, I got cert. I did all my certifications the first time and never recertified. Um, that's something that I definitely would like to, you know, just at least a general first aid. And I feel like this CPR. is something we should all do. Yeah. There's a lot of things that we need to do, including professional training with right. firearms. Yeah. Professional but, help. We do yes. need that. I, <laughs> if we can have a psychiatrist out on the range one week, that'd be... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. We're all going to be locked <laughs> up after that. <laughs> but, um, no, I think it, I think that is one thing that, that most people do overlook as general... I mean, even just a general first aid, knowing how to apply a tourniquet, how to, you know, apply a compression right bandage and things like that that's cpr you know those are all really really life-saving important skills to know yeah you know for sure and having sure. professional training in that i think is something that everybody should do yeah um so a few months ago remember when we were we were shooting out we had a range day and it wasn't raining but it was, it was no i don't remember it was that. it was moist I should say. I think moist it was, a it was back in February or March. It was rather okay. moist that day. <laughs> it was like foggy and shitty. Yeah. But anyways, I put, well, this gun, this Cerakoted gun, and um, that 1911, I put those in my case and, and brought them home, and I forgot to open them up and dry them off. Well, that 1911 got covered in rust. Just yeah. It was two days it was, it was spent in there. And it's just, it's rusted to beat hell, you know, just surface rust shit. You need to buy stainless guns. Well, it turns out I might know somebody <laughs> who can, uh, who can coat it and it, you know, we'll fix that problem. Um, so anyways, but it doesn't have, I always like, I like 1911 with, with, uh, with rails on them. I just like how they look better for whatever reason it is. I just like you how So why didn't you buy too. one? Yeah. What? So why didn't you buy one? Because they're more expensive, and I just wanted 1911. <laughs> well, I figured I'm a gun guy. I better own a 1911. I never shoot the damn thing. It's it's a 45. I you know obviously I don't ever shoot it. The only reason. So I would ever... you say this 1911 is just for appearances, Sam? Well, 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. <laughs> so Taurus. It's yeah. Well, I went. I'm a gun guy. I didn't own a 1911. I was like, well, damn it, I better get a 1911. I don't own one. Me either. You really should though. I mean, they are nice guns. So don't have anything against them. So I ended up getting just going with a with a, a cheaper Taurus, which I mean, it's a fine gun. There's nothing wrong with it. Plus, it's a 1911. I mean, what the hell is going to go wrong with it? You know. Um, but it's rusted. It gets to, all rusty. It's rusted to beat hell. So <laughs> I heard I'm going to rip jam. it apart and what? I heard they jam a lot. Oh, yeah, it's Jam City. <laughs> I've never had mine jam. They're giant piles of crap. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Okay, move on before this develops. But, <laughs> I will fucking murder you in your sleep, Glock boy. But, uh, so it's all rusted the beat hell. I'm going to get what I want to do on it is I'm, I'm going to end up milling the slide. Just give some uh, aesthetic appeal to it. But then I'm also going to throw a rail on it. And I haven't done any research at all into the... Well, I Googled it once and spent about three minutes looking at shit. Um, but I apparently, it once. you can, can see how prepared we are for our podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just talking. I'm going to add a rail to this somehow. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure how it's done yet. I know people have done it, um, so I don't know if they make a rail that just sits on the bottom there with a nice rounded surface, so it'll made up real clean, right. and then I can just drill and tap through the through the frame itself and get that you know right. as long as it's the screws are countersunk and you you know lactate the shit out of them i would think that's how it's done or i mean I, otherwise you could it, spot weld it guess. you could spot weld it but i don't think that's really it sounds needed. like it's just going to be awful to me dude have, no I mean, why not just buy another 1911 i mean because i don't want nice another 1911 that is an excuse to buy another gun I don't want another 1911. So I have no use for it. I don't, I don't need an excuse to buy another you don't. You don't have a use for a 1911, but yet you need to put a rail on the one that you You're do damn right. That you don't shoot. You're damn right. Why don't you just trade that one in for... Yeah, because it needs coated before it's traded in anyways. It's rusted to beat hell. 
I wouldn't get diddly shit out of it. There's no point in trying to You're not going to get diddly shit if you spot wall the rail. I'll tell you what. Leave it, <laughs> it won't leave look it. like it's... it's. I would. I if would you leave it rusty, I'll give you 100 bucks for it. Blow me. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you just get the rust off it and re-blew it, Why would, then trade I it. own a freaking Cerakote business. Why the hell would I blew it? Blowing is shit. To trade it, Sam. So why would I pay somebody a bunch more money then if I can do it for free, why would I pay somebody to Blew put a subpar for free? No, that's what I'm saying. Don't take it to somebody to have them re-blue it. I'm saying you can re-blue it. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. I own a Cerakote company. I'm not gonna blue a gun. How many more times are you gonna tell everybody that you own a Cerakote? <laughs> I company? own a damn Cerakote company. <laughs> but anyways, no, I'm not gonna get rid of it. I'm not gonna trade. But I'm gonna have to rip the whole damn thing apart anyways. Yeah, I'm, lucky I'm for gonna, you. Though, I'm it's gonna coat easy. it. Um, so what's the big deal about slapping a, a, a I don't see and any I, problem. I would bet you guys, I would bet you that when I'm done with it, you won't be able to tell that it was an add-on. Ooh, there's a sweet one. I almost guarantee it. it oh it, my it, God, that's miserable. <laughs> bolts onto your trigger card. Yeah, I've seen those. <laughs> oh man. Cheap pieces of crap. <laughs> is it, is it polymer? I can just about bet it is. Yeah. Probably. I would bet you, but but I'm gonna take this opportunity think, to make a video out of it. I think video. I think drilling and tapping into the bottom of the frame, I think, is how I would go. But I guess I don't know what they offer. That's what we had to do to put my on on a 1913 rail on uh, my 357, so I could mount a scope on it. Was drill and tap it. Yeah, I'll figure out a way to do it, and I I would bet you when I'm done with it, you guys won't even. You'll be like, "Damn, that's badass," and I'll be like, I "Well, thank not. you." I am looking forward to if that. If I day. ever see you with a 1911, I know it's that one, and I'm yep. gonna be like, "Boy, that thing's a real giant piece of garbage." <laughs> but we won't, because I haven't seen that thing since the day you bought it. <laughs> I took it out and shot it. Wait, once. what's with this shoddy ass rail on the bottom? This thing looks like you shit. won't. You won't even know. You won't even know. You guys have seen my craftsmanship. It'll be. It'll be superior craftsmanship. <laughs> I've also. I didn't seen... say I could talk good. I just <laughs> say I could craft shit good. <laughs> I also know your uh, attention to detail is good, but your time frame for working on your own stuff sucks. Yeah, so it'll be like seven years from now. He'll be like, check out this 1911 with this rail on the bottom. <laughs> And you guys won't even recall this this conversation. So you'd be like, damn, be, that's badass. I'm like, yeah, it is. Be like, is this the one you talked about when you were like in your 30s and now you're in your 50s and you finally got it done? Just think you're hilarious, <laughs> Just think you're hilarious. Well, Sam, I sure hope you uh, get some training on how to. Uh, hey, Toad, we already talked about we already talked about that. that, that. Why do we skip over it? <laughs> We already talked about it, man. You fucking alien. See, I put that that thing way up there, the arrow. <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of aliens, <laughs> Sam's got an alien gear giveaway he wants to talk about. Oh yeah, I did a. Uh, you guys. Oh um, yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are all well aware. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you've heard of alien gear holsters. Box, would you say they're one of the biggest in the uh, holster companies in the country? I, they're up there. They gotta be. Know. They gotta be up there in the top. The ones that are. The, the ones top. that are up there are like Uncle Mike's and shit like that. They're just. Like, oh yeah, the let. Yeah, I suppose the shit. The stuff that they sell at Walmart. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Anyways, Alien Gear is rather. Out of control over here. They're they're a rather large holster company, but I'm did I did a uh did an AR that I painted up and. Um. You Cerakoted it, Sam. Remember, you own a Cerakote business. Not a you paint didn't paint business. it. God, why do I why do I deal with you guys on a daily basis? Um, yes, yeah, so, so yes, if you I guys didn't know this podcast is sponsored by Shyworks, <laughs> the Cerakote business, business owned by Sam Shire. Well, you're telling oh, me to blue you're telling me to blue a fucking gun. Oh, we're That's the dumbest <laughs> shit I ever heard of. Why would I blue a gun? Blueing a subpar shit. You blow all other sorts of things. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the box is on a roll. 
days, he has really been on top of it. I'm crying yeah. right yeah. now. Sam yeah, didn't, he, he doesn't appreciate it. Just hilarious. He, he has his look just, of pure. He just didn't hear it. He didn't. <laughs> well, it sounded like he stumbled over the words, I, just like I, I, I usually I did. did. See, you, if I if I mispronounce one word, if I if I stumble just barely, you guys are like, "Hey, you stupid blob! What the? <laughs> you know, just gives me shit to no end." He can't even pronounce blue, and you don't even say a damn thing to him. <laughs> he wasn't trying to pronounce blue. He said you do blow all sorts of things. That's true. Yeah. That's why we laughed. You're, so you're just old, and you can't hear that. <laughs> no, he stumbled over it. He even said that he stumbled over it. <laughs> you goat ropers. <laughs> oh, oh shit. So back to the giveaway there. <laughs> Well, hell, I don't even know what I was talking about anymore. Alien Gear Holsters is doing a giveaway, and Sam coded an AR in a flag pattern. Yeah. American flag pattern. United we stand. Red, white, and blue. Um, has kind of like the battle-worn finish on it. Yeah, like yeah. High spots are taken down. Turned out really good. Um, that's going on Alien Gear's giveaway for Veterans Day. Yep, November 11th. November 11th. Away, so. Um, so keep an eye out if you don't follow Alien Gear. You can check them out on like Facebook, their website, all yep. the all the giveaway information is up on their yep, social yep. media and their website. So Yep. You guys can check that out, how to enter to win that. And they got some other stuff going in with it as well. Yeah, they obviously be... got like their holster and Yeah, there's some other and I don't know that I don't know what else exactly they're giving away. Um, but there'll be still there'll be a bunch of bunch of stuff you can mm-hmm. win. So it'll be a pretty cool deal. Um uh, another thing is our uh, our hats will be here hopefully before too terrible long. Uh, we got yeah. those we got those on order. Um, I think I, I I must have been hypnotized at some point in my life because you said hats and I immediately grabbed and raced, adjusted my hat. <laughs> I didn't realize until I was putting it back on my head. I was we'll like, try Why it again. Did I do that hat. <laughs> Johnson, it looks like you could use a new hat actually. Why? Yeah, you literally it's wear that kinda, exact same hat every time. It's I looking kind of grody. Looks fine. It's so it's been so covered in grease and oil that it is officially waterproof. Why would I change it now? <laughs> it's we better now than the day you bought it. Just beads off of it. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind that it's a mesh. No, I had a I had a new hat, um, and my wife and I were out riding motorcycles at the beginning of this summer, and I won't go into details, but somehow it was Shabray's fault. Somehow I was say, I, sounds like you're blaming your wife. <laughs> it flew off and it was uh, there was no saving it it like flew out into the ditch i like looked at my mirror and it was like flying into the ditch and we were going really fast and i was like i'm not i had already like stopped to pick it up at one point earlier that day and i was like no i'm over it (laughs) so i went back to this hat and and my biggest problem is like i blow the buttons off of these sometimes like see how this one's coming apart that's the only thing that kills my Subpar hats, hats man. Subpar totally hats. Love. And that will not be the case with the Life Short Live Free hats. Super high quality. Make sure you pick yours up. Shyworks.com. <laughs> shameless plug. Yeah, shameless plug. I don't even give a crap today. I'm shamelessly you're plugging real, it. Yeah, we need to... Uh, you're a real dumbass, you know that? Um... God, we don't even call it dumbass of the day anymore. Why what it's called now? Florida man. Or yeah, not <laughs> Florida man. Everything. What a names behind. What a douche. We need to come up with some cool sound effect for what a douche segment. Yeah. yeah. Who who is the who is the sound bite Who is the douchebag today? Um Jonathan, you're the douche commander. Don't you have this information? <laughs> I am the douche commander. <laughs> so there was a a Florida man surprise um who has been sentenced to serve 10 days in jail for sleeping through jury duty he was called for jury duty got selected obviously and slept through it so i i can't imagine that the meeting that he was supposed to be at was that early in the morning like eight or nine yeah. o'clock in the morning, maybe. Was this by chance a seventy-two-year-old man who had just recently shot someone in his front yard? <laughs> no, <laughs> this was he. He looks like a younger guy. Like probably he's definitely not thirty years old. But the dude slept through his jury duty, and I, I laughed because I was looking at the articles, and 
all of the articles like show a picture of him just like sitting there talking to you know his face like i think one of them had like his mug shot for when he was you know booked into jail to serve his time and the other ones were just him sitting on the couch talking to the reporter and cnn like made him look like this poor victim of this ridiculous crime you know like had him like crying and stuff but it's like yeah you idiot that's an important thing you have to wake up for that you know that is against uh, the law everywhere to yeah. miss jury duty yeah i mean i can yeah i could re- i can relate you know maybe maybe is maybe the power went off that night and his freaking alarm didn't go off Sam, um, maybe he's got a cell this, phone. Sam? Nobody has an alarm but clock. Nobody anymore. uses an alarm clock unless you're 70 years. I use an alarm clock every morning. So like I, I said, I unless you're 70 years. I'm 34. I, I also <laughs> use an alarm clock. Actually, I, I use. A... I have to set mine across the room because it used to sit on the stand next to my bed. So I have like six alarms set on my phone, and then I have the one across the room, which basically forces me. So this me, would be Toad. Forces <laughs> me to get up. And... Toad would be the what a douche of the week. I would be <laughs> called for jury duty. Oh God. Hey, good I didn't have. I didn't have to. I didn't have to go <laughs> almost uh, last month. <laughs> All right, that was good. It was a close call. <laughs> so yeah, he's gonna be sitting there in the in the in the county jail, and some hard ass be sitting. Hey, what are you in for? Oh, I overslept. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> he's I... he's gonna be somebody's bitch. So Do would you... that have been a mistrial then? How do they well, go about that? It depends that? if or it was just actually put if it he off was just and... reporting for jury duty and didn't show up, or if he was actually already on the jury. Did it say? I I didn't find I didn't see anything to that said definitively whether he like missed the trial, you know, or if it was just a meeting for selections shifts. Fritos. You could have just. That's a corn chip. So unprofessional. That's a chip. It says on the bag. Box, if you didn't notice, this is not exactly a professional. You podcast. yell at me for eating chips all the time on here. You know, I have to pick put up them this away. Bag and Should we all eat chips? Racket with it? Here, have a, have a Dorito. <laughs> Let me get these to you. I can edit that out. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, what a douche. Yeah, he was a. Uh, I bet you he's not going to do that again. No. He's he's not gonna be. Have you guys ever been for, selected for jury duty? No. I've been. What? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. It's it's a simple yes or no question, Toad. You either have you or haven't. Have you ever got a notice in the mail that says you have to report to jury duty? Yes. Okay. And then I got a phone call from the ATF. The well, that wasn't too. jury duty. That would have been a that yeah. would have been a witness. That was subpoenaed. Yeah. And and you you would have had a you would have had a uh a uh uh what do they call it? A hit, a hit put out on him for the rest of his life. That <laughs> son of a bitch testified Real happy us. that guy ended up pleading out. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, I've never been. I didn't have to sit on the jury, jury, but I had I had to go to the courthouse and go through the selection stuff. Yeah. And you didn't get selected. Nope. Yeah. So basically, if you get if you got to go for jury duty, you just act like a raging douchebag. You know. Yep. Like, just there act was, like a complete racist, hateful anymore. person. There was somebody at work telling me about a jury duty. They had to go, you know, attend, you know, for the selection or whatever for jury duty. And one of the guys was saying his excuse for getting out of jury duty was that he had uh, house guests that needed tended to. Well, then they were asking him, like, are these house guests unable to you know fend for themselves is it small children what is well they're my cats <laughs> <laughs> this dude had like six cats that's gonna be boxing for 30 years. <laughs> and, and that was his house guests that he and basically the judge was like Sit down and shut up. <laughs> maybe they were maybe they were special cats and they needed oh, tending to. I think to. they were special cats to that guy. <laughs> Probably. Probably. But yeah, he had house guests that needed tended to, and they were his cats. <laughs> Jesus. There was a, I won't say who it was, but the a guy that I well I still know, but he got out of it one time because <laughs> they 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 asked him, hey, would you have any problem serving on this jury? And he's like. Yep, the uh, the prosecutor, I fucking hate her. Like, yep, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would see where they would be like, oh yeah, we're not having that guy. I hate your face. 
Yeah. Uh, well, that would definitely do it. But I don't, I don't know what it is about your face, but uh, every time I see it, it just, just screams guilty. I just want to punch it. Every time I see your face, I just want to punch it. Yeah, that would not be a beneficial person to have on the jury, I don't think. No, no, no. But You know everybody who gets selected. Not a damn one of them wants to be there. Mm-mm. No, but it's our civic duty, so... Well, I agree with that, but I... God, that would just be miserable. I think it might be kind of interesting. I don't. I think Mom actually enjoys it. She's Yeah, she's been on it several times. Man. She was on one... Does she have a lot of hobbies, or...? Oh yeah, yeah. She stays busy. Is that one of her hobbies? What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, your hobby? I stay busy. I like no, jury. I mean jury. jury. Duty. <laughs> What's one of your hobbies? Oh, I like being on jury duty. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think it'd be kind of inter- well. It depends on the case. If if, if mm-hmm. it was just a guy like somebody getting sued, or well, I guess that's not a jury, but um, say something boring like. You know, and guys slipped and tickets. fell on somebody's freaking sidewalk and, you know, yeah. whatnot. But, yeah, um, something like a murder investigation or a... My boss was on, like, a grand jury, like a federal grand jury once. Oh, yeah. Got selected and had to go through all of it. He said it was miserable. Yeah. But I'm at least sure. he made, like, $40 a day, so... Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really... It's it's really worth your, worth your yeah. trouble. Yeah. That ATF agent was telling me, he's like, yeah, there's a witness coordinator thing and they'll get hold of you and put you up in a hotel and there's a per diem it's 12 he goes, bucks he goes, a day. There, there is a per diem he goes and i'll be honest it's not much <laughs> I'm like, you don't say well this is great i gotta take three days off work drive all the way down there five hour drive and test yeah. find the stupid trial and you're not gonna pay me shit for it yeah yep yeah. yep um so yeah we're gonna we're gonna call this one an episode and we're gonna um, grill some wagyu burgers. Yeah, Toad brought us some uh, wagyu beef. What exactly is wagyu, anyways? Is it it's just a really, special really breed? Really expensive. Right, I but they honestly they're... don't know. I just it's just it a... Australian. It's Japanese, I believe. Japanese, like a, I know, a like breed a... of. Yeah. Right, but there's herds. Of, there's wagyu. There's cattle, like I think. I think cattle in the states. To do with, like, right? Yeah, the I'm they... saying it's it's a breed that originally came from. Yeah, and right. like, any of the four Japanese breeds of beef. Yeah. Yeah, and like one like rib roast, like ribeye roast of wagyu that's grade A5 Japanese is like $1300. Yeah. I've seen hmm. there's uh it's not wagyu but it's like a it's the marbling is as good as a wagyu. It's Kobe beef, is no, it? No, it's I can't remember what it was. I want to say it's like Austra- it's like an Australian breed of cattle but hmm. That's why I was thinking Australian, but it's it's a little leaner than Wagyu beef, but it's supposed to be just about as good, and it's a lot less expensive. This, but, this burger was actually customer gate. He he bought two uh, whole Wagyu beef cattle, Jesus. and uh, there was some some guy in Nebraska raising these aren't jet. This isn't Japanese Wagyu, and uh, he gave me twelve pounds of it. Well, it's thirteen bucks a pound. I mean. Yeah. And it's good. I, I honestly don't really... It's definitely a richer burger. Yeah. But taste-wise... I feel, like, I feel like for ground beef, that doesn't seem to make sense. Like, yeah. if you're getting, like, a ribeye or, like, a tomahawk steak, you yeah. know, like a big, nice cut of steak, I think it would make a difference. But in, like, ground beef, I just don't... No, it, it's, 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 it's like a... You ever had a Culver's butter burger? Yeah, I hate Culver's. Never ate at Culver's. Ugh. My buddy got sick there. He was in the hospital for like five days because he got food poisoning. Yeah, well, place. I feel like that's from one specific well, location. And then rats piss all over their <laughs> burger. You know, that's, that's... No, that happens at all of them. No, that's all of them. No, Steve. I you guys remember Steve? Stifler? Yeah. 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 He spent like well, that's four or five days like, in the hospital. No, we, we call him Stifler. That's just like, uh, <laughs> oh, what the hell's the place that just closed down? That fuck... That, KFC? Uh, no, the buffet. Oh, Golden Corral? Yeah, that wasn't a location specific. That was just all of them. They all gave you atomic diarrhea and or food poisoning. Every single one of them was like that. Did I ever tell you what happened to me in uh, Iron Hill in the mall? Is that the one... uh... You had a cockroach in your food or something? Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) that That was me and Tasha's first date when we met. We met there after we talked for a while and then... uh, so we met up there, had dinner, and obviously it's been almost three years, so it went well. But uh, we went back for our one-year anniversary, 
and I ordered water, and then we got the same thing that we got on our first date. Oh, that's How so the hell did you know that? Because no it was kidding. amazing. It was like a shrimp sandwich, and I could have eaten 10 of them. A shrimp sandwich? Yeah, it was like a po' boy. I don't remember Bubba talking about shrimp sandwiches Shut up, let me on, tell my story. Gump. Fucking hippie. Fried <laughs> um, shrimp. But I'm looking down at my, my glass of water, <laughs> and I'm like, what, what, is, what is that? And I work in pest control, so this <laughs> seemed fitting, I guess. I poke it with the straw, and it pops up from under the ice, and it's a German cockroach. And I'm like, Hah! <laughs> <laughs> like, In your water. In my water. Things. And like, not like, in the food, in the glass mm-hmm. of water. Tasha's like, what's wrong? I was like, pointing at it. <laughs> oh. So well, I didn't I didn't make a big scene, you know? I would have. I, I, I called. I thrown that bitch on the floor. <laughs> I called the manager over, and I was like, do you know what that is? She's like, oh, God. She's like, we have a problem here. I was like, obviously. It's <laughs> that's, not, that's not what you tell somebody. We have a problem here. Right. <laughs> you like, say, you say, oh, I don't know where that could have possibly came from. <laughs> exactly. Damn. You at least she's try like, and cover your she's ass. Like, we have somebody come in and spray every month, and then we just can't get rid of them. And I'm like, here's my card. <laughs> and I'm not paying for any of this. All right. And then I was like, "Can I get a beer to wash it down?" Yep, yep. We'll we'll make it right. And they did. They were cool about it. Yeah. Like they were happy. I didn't make a big scene, you know. And, and you know, but for still, a... when you know you have a problem, sh- like that's the manager's job yep. is to be like, "Hey, and... this is an issue. We need to close this restaurant for a week and fumigate this son of a bitch." The thing is, <laughs> like you know, there's a lot of places that I know. That I won't name right now. That I won't eat at. For that. Yeah, just reason. just just don't tell me, Toad. I don't want. I don't want all these and, places uh, ruined. And it's not necessarily that they're dirty. That's the right. first thing people think of when something like that happens, and it's not the case at all. Because a lot of times when you get roaches or bed bugs, you pick them up somewhere else. And in the case of roaches in restaurants, most of them come in on shipments from warehouses. Right. And hell, you can. I found bed bugs in casino chairs. I mean. Yeah. So it's not that you're a dirty person or a dirty business. It's just unfortunate that you get them, and it just happened to be me that got it in a fucking glass of water. Right. After I've murdered millions of those things <laughs> over the last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that there's karma coming man. back to bite me. Well, we've well, been. How the hell do they get it? Is it like in the ice? You know, in yeah, the I was trying to figure in that the, out. I, in the big ice Because I've seen maker? them come out of faucets too. Like when you turn it on, they fall out the water. So it either had to have been on the drink dispenser or it was in the ice. I think it almost has to be in the ice. Like in a faucet, I could understand. But like in one of those CO2 drink guns yeah. with water, I can't see it being in there. I don't know. But in like the big, you know, commercial ice maker, I guess I could see it being in the tub of ice. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we've been we've been uh, rambling about absolutely nothing for the last twelve minutes. This is we've good been stuff. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but we've been rambling for absolutely about absolutely nothing about for an thirteen hour episodes and now. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we can keep rambling, but we're gonna we're gonna call this one a, one an episode. Um, if you're still listening, we appreciate it, guys. Um, what else would we call it? This is out on a uh, on a Thursday installment. This is out on a Thursday. Um, if you look uh, yesterday, we also published a range day, so check that out. Also, uh, check out Ballistic Imagery. Uh, he does all our videography. Um, I say the word wrong every time. I don't give a shit anymore. You, that's just how it is. <laughs> Sam's just going to start his own language. <laughs> <laughs> I think Damn right. He spends so much time alone with himself all day, but the only person to talk to is his dog, that she just doesn't check him on his... Word usage. Right. Yeah. You need to go back to school and learn your verbs. She's a lot more polite than you sons of bitches. <laughs> but anyways, uh, thanks for sticking with us, guys. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it for this one. But until uh, we talk to you next time, remember, life's short, live free. God bless. And work on your verbs. <laughs>